Welcome to the podcast of Jessup First United Methodist Church, featuring our pastor, Rebecca Duke-Barton. This week's psalm text brings home this message. We are in an intimate relationship with God. There is nowhere we go that God is not present. No state of our being that results in our being abandoned. God has knit us together, has woven us, knowing us from before our beginning. God indeed is holding our lives. Our psalm for today is Psalm 139, and the title at the top says, To the Leader of David, a psalm. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from far away. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, O Lord, you know it completely. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is so high that I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, and the light around me become night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day, for darkness is as light to you. For it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you. For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my unformed substance. In your book were written all the days that were formed for me, when none of them as yet existed. How weighty to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! I try to count them. They are more than the sand. I come to the end. I am still with you. We've come now to our moment of Selah, that mysterious word found in the Psalms that invites us to pause. We'll use some handbell music to remind us to take a pause. Take a breath. Settle your heart and know that you are held in the hands of the divine. We'll hear a little bit of handbell music and then a couple of seconds of silence. Feel free to close your eyes if you like. Imagine yourself held in safety and love and care. And when you hear the handbells again, open your eyes.
Jesus in our gospel readings, we go from birth to baptism and now to calling disciples. Our gospel reading is from John chapter 1, verses 43 through 51. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found him about whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, he said of him, 
Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked Jesus, Where did you get to know me? Jesus answered, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Very truly, I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may have heard the expression, yada, yada, yada. It's a way of skipping ahead saying, you already know the rest. I won't go over all the details. It was made popular in a Seinfeld episode in the 1990s, but Beth Dunwoody taught me that it's a Yiddish expression. Yiddish is the dialect you get when you mix Hebrew and German. So yada is the Hebrew word to know. So it's kind of like you're trying to tell somebody a story and they think they already know everything you're saying and they say, I know, I know, I know. They're not telling you to keep going on with the details. They're saying, come on, just get with, to the point. Maybe that's what you're thinking as we go through this language discussion. Yada, 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 I know, get to the point. Okay, so here's the point. Yada in the Bible isn't a way of skipping over the details. God knows us, all the details. He knows when we stand up. He knows when we lie down. He knows where we've been. He knows where we're going. He knows our thoughts. Nothing can hide from his eyes. And yet in spite of that, in spite of the fact that he knows everything about us, he still invites us into a closer relationship with him. We saw that in the gospel. Jesus invited Philip and then Nathanael to follow him, but Nathanael realized Jesus knew things about him before he ever knew anything about Jesus. Where did you get to know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus told him he knew Nathanael before Philip had even called out to him to invite him to come and see Jesus. He knew him while he was sitting under a fig tree. Nathanael was quick to recognize that this was the Son of God. And maybe it's because he knew this psalm, Psalm 139. God knows us. He knows everything about us. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It's so high, I cannot attain it. He knows our words before we speak them. Yet he still wants to talk to him. He wants us to talk to him. He invites us into prayer. God invites us to be honest with him, to lay out everything we think, every bit of who we are before him. What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. We tell ourselves all the time, I know I ought to feel a certain way. I know I should be glad about this really hard circumstance. But when you read the Psalms, they don't say you have to feel a certain way. It's that when you feel a certain way, mad or angry or sorrowful or joyful, say it all to God because God already knows. And because he's the father who loves us, he listens. He listens to every ailment. He listens to all of our sorrow. He listens to our joys too. He celebrates with us. He hears all our hallelujahs. 
When we're praying, God is never bored and trying to rush us through, yada, yada, yada. He delights in us. He knows us. I've noticed a trend toward attributing to the universe the work that belongs to the one who created the universe. So folks say, the universe sent this gift to me. The universe wants me to do this. But God isn't just some unfeeling entity, the universe. God is our creator, and he knows us personally. God knew who we were when he formed us in our mother's womb. He shaped us. He wove us. The same language that you'd use for a potter shaping clay or a weaver making a cloth. It's deliberate, careful, hands-on work. It suggests an intimacy, a pride even. Anytime I make something with my own hands, I'm proud of it. When we lived in Douglas, our neighbor, Libo Belger, was a basket weaver. So she invited me to come and weave a basket with her. She showed me how to wet the reeds so that they would be pliable and weave it together. I was so proud of my basket. Now, it isn't perfect. The handle's a little off-center and a few of the pieces aren't spaced just right. But I'm proud because I made it with my own hands. That's the imagery Psalm 139 is using. God formed us and shaped us. He knit us together. It's one of those expressions that's become popular lately when somebody really seems to understand us. I feel seen. That's how Nathaniel felt. He felt seen. Jesus knew him and he wanted to follow Jesus. That's how David felt in Psalm 139. That's how we can feel every time we come to the Lord. I feel seen. I feel heard. I am known. Wait a minute. God knows everything about me. He hears every word I say. Every word. He knows the thoughts that I have. That's the part that might be concerning. I don't know if I want God to know my secret sins. But the thing about it is, God does know, but this is the invitation to come to him to be forgiven. He searches us and knows us and leads us into the way of life eternal. That's what God is about. His right hand is holding us fast. Even when he knows everything, he's still the faithful friend who invites us into prayer. Even if we're like Nathaniel and say something derisive at first, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Jesus knows that too, but he still invites us to follow. John Fairless says that we don't have to wonder if we're good enough to pray or if we're good enough to follow Jesus. What is it that God doesn't know about us? Nothing. He knows everything about us, but he still invites us in. Let God forgive those secret sins. Let God bring comfort in the midst of your sorrow. Let God change our hearts. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Because he loves us, there is nowhere we can go outside of his providential care. The psalm says, if I go to heaven, God is there. But even in the underworld, which the psalm calls Sheol, God's searching and knowing goes there. You cannot flee from his presence. 
You could go to the darkest edge of the world and God would be there. If you think you can hide in the darkness, no. God's there too. The darkness isn't dark to him. There is nowhere in the universe you could go to get away from God. If I take to the wings of the morning and settle on the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. It reminds me of the book, The Runaway Bunny by Margaret Wise Brown. Do some of you know that book? You might be more familiar with her book, Good Night Moon, which I personally have read a gazillion times. But in The Runaway Bunny, it's a conversation between a young bunny and his mother. Bunny wants to run away from home and makes all the suggestions of where he might go. But Mama keeps saying she will go where he goes. If you run away, said his mother, I will run after you, for you are my little bunny. Well, if you run after me, said the little bunny, I will become a fish in a trout stream and I will swim away from you. And the mother says, if you become a fish in a trout stream, I will become a fisherman and I will fish for you. Well, says the little bunny, if you become a fisherman, I will become a rock on the mountain high above you. And the mother responds, if you become a rock on the mountain high above me, I will be a mountain climber and I will climb to where you are. The book goes on with the mother promising that she will go wherever her child goes and she will grab him into her arms and hug him tight. There is nowhere her child can go that she won't follow with her love and care. That's the story of Psalm 139. Not about a mother and a child, but about God and us. There is nowhere we can go that God's love and care doesn't follow us. That's what the psalm is telling us. That's how God is with us. The God who knows us wants us to follow him. He's everywhere we go, bringing us back to him, calling us into closer and closer relationship with him. We read a big portion of the psalm, but... The psalm goes on to talk about hard times, yet those hard times are mixed with these words that God is always with us. That should give us assurance as we go through the coming days. Will you hold out your hands and kind of cup them together and picture God holding the world and holding you? May the peace of Christ go with you. Will you pray with me? Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there is any wicked way in me and lead me in the way of life everlasting. Thank you, Lord, that you know me and that you keep me and that you know all of the world and you are keeping us and holding our life. Amen. You've been listening to the podcast of Jessup First United Methodist Church with Rebecca Duke Barton. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit our website. It's jessupfumc.org. That's J-E-S-U-P-F-U-M-C dot org.